It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. The Amber Alert system, people calling 911 to complain. So an Ontario woman has now started a petition asking the province to institute fines for people who would call 911 to complain. I'm not sure it goes far enough. Make them go to a sleep clinic where they'll learn that getting up and making a phone call is not the best way to go back to sleep. That should hammer the message home. Yeah. Show them what real tragedy is. Make them clean up the porta potties after the Godrich Summerfest. Or take their kids or something they care about more, their phone. No. Give them a gift card from Tim Hortons. They can only buy Dutchies with it. Two raisins. Make them drive the entire Highway 21, but they're not allowed to pass anyone. Oh, that's just cruel and unusual. Instead of the annoying Amber Alert, give them the Baby Shark song. Baby Maybe just have Doug Ford himself wake them up in the middle of the night. He calls you at 3 a.m. My friends! He just says my friends over and over. What could be more annoying? Tim Hortons is getting fancy. They're putting in some fancy pants, coffee shops, trying to lure millennials and Gen Zers. new clean design, Instagram-ready treats like maple bacon and blueberry hibiscus donuts, things like that. We always like to help people with their marketing. We consider ourselves marketing geniuses. We know millennials and Gen Zeners. Tim Hortons, you want to fancy things up? Call it Timothy Hortons the third or Ooh, something. Esquire. If you ask for a black coffee, no, no, no. It's a cafe noir. Oh, could I have a double-double in Boston cream? Oh, you mean a double-double and a creme de Boston? Ah, Fancy, huh? Crunch. Timbits. Call them dough spheres. Dough spheres. Dough spheres. spheres. Can I have a honey-dipped donut? Oh, no. We call it a sugary pile of garbage with no honey because millennials like truth. Second-hand donuts because millennials, they love used, recycled, or vintage stuff. It's just last week's batch of unsold donuts. Plain bagel. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Nope. It's a minimalist bagel now. Oh, can I get a Dutchie? No, no, we stopped selling anything with raisins. Get my millennial attention. Roll up the rim. Start giving away some affordable rent. Ooh, that'll get the millennials in. Please play again. Chairs that don't hurt your back after six minutes. That's all millennials want. Well, you can now get alien abduction insurance and a bunch of people who are heading to Area 51 to storm it or maybe getting this insurance. Huron County insurance companies need to offer some very local insurance. For example, insurance for there being less beach space in Godrich due to high water levels. I traveled all this way. Where's the beach? I've heard this complaint. I'm making a claim. I want specific insurance for when I have to have my car towed because I'm stuck at the lights in Grand Bend. Stuck in a drift on Highway 21 insurance. Happens to the best of us. You waste a lot of precious time in a drift. What does road closed even mean? I'm thinking this is Bayfield specific. The grocery store is out of stock of your cruelty-free vegan hemp milk. Insurance will ship some out to you. Moths eat all your hemp shorts. Insurance will replace them for you. Walk home from Summerfest insurance. That's a dangerous trip. It's hard to get past just the Rexall parking lot, for example. They could trip on my front lawn. It's full of trees. Yeah, call the insurance company. Somebody sat and wondered this. How am I going to smuggle my meth into Australia? Canadian Christmas snow globes filled with meth were identified at the Australian border. So the filling of 15 snow globes, they had a lot of meth they were transporting. And big recognition for the border agents who opened the snow globe and were like, something fishy about these snow globes. One of the things that gave it away, they just started looking at the the characters inside. Santa had a red nose. There was a reindeer that had this massive red spot on its face. Rudolph the red nose. Is that why his nose was red? I always thought it was the cold of the North Pole. No, it's the meth. Turns out, meth. Two things, though, that are garbage, meth, and Christmas knickknacks. Don't do drugs, kids. 
28% of delivery drivers said they've eaten some of your food. They've taken a nibble out of your pizza, a couple fries out of the bag. I guess you would never know, right? You just kind of trust they're not eating your food. I know the feeling. I've went out and got takeout to bring home to the family, and I'll admit it. I've stolen the bottom of the bag fries, and sometimes I'll grab maybe a couple fries out of each person's container. Shame on you. They never notice. Have you ever tried to make a pizza look like it hadn't been gotten into? I've taken a little wee slice, pulled both corners, and tried to make the circle again. Turns into more of an oval, but I got away with it once. You didn't get away with it. Your family's like, Dad took a slice on the way home. Play stupid, kids. Indentations in the cheese. Where's the pepperoni, Dad? Uh, and you have a pepperoni on the side of your mouth, Dad. Oh, a right, I think parents have. <laughs> like a food tax. You have a couple bag fries. Take a chicken nugget. Yeah. Five's enough. Remember when kids were entertained by a middle-aged man in glasses who just dressed up? He wasn't even middle-aged. He was old. He was an old dude. Well, he was probably middle-aged when I was a kid. Oh, and then he was, he was still on the air when you were a kid. <laughs> and I was watching him was as an, an old man. <laughs> but it was entertaining. Dressing just, up. Just a guy and a couple puppets. And he'd dress up. And he had that cool treehouse. Mr. Dress Up. Of course, we're talking about the Tickle Trunk. Which is a creepy name now. Kids, let's walk on over to the Tickle, tickle trunk. trunk. It was great. Honestly, I get a it, phone call to the OPP. I loved it too when he sat down at the art table and started to draw. Oh, it was so exciting. And I'm wondering, kids nowadays, would this fascinate them in the age of iPads and all the entertainment options that they have? I wonder if they would still sit down and watch this. Canada's Walk of Fame, those recognizing Mr. Dressup. Well deserved. Every week, there seems to be a cake mistake, which is just comic gold. Like a photo of a two-year-old that's gone viral. Little girl, who fortunately can't read, had a birthday cake that read, Happy Birthday, Loser. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Her name is Elizabeth, but they call her Lizard. So on the phone, they must have said, I wanted to say, Happy, Happy Birthday, birthday lizard. lizard. Sounds like loser on the phone. Right. And this had to have happened to you. Fatty is spelled F-A-D-I. But a lot of people, even just hearing it on the radio, are picturing F-A-T-T-Y. They think it's a nickname. They think you're a large man. What do you say? And I said, no, he's like a gym bro. Muscles are always bulging. He shops at Baby Gap. And then your wife drifts off into a fantasy. It's, it's awkward for yeah. everybody. You were chatting about having your family up for the weekend and big smile came on your face. Yeah, dude. I was grilling. I made burgers for everybody. Homemade burgers, <laughs> not those frozen store-bought burgers. Pressed my own patties, spiced them, grilled them up. They were thick, too. They're like an inch and a half thick. So my dad's eating his burger. He's like, Fatty, this burger is really good. What did you put in it? You spiced It's spicy, but it's not too spicy, but it's really nice. You got dad's approval on the grilling. So I, I told him what I put in He's like, these are really good. You should make these when you come home. And I was like, yes. Yes. My dad's a great cook. He taught my mom how to cook. I didn't realize. Grow up fully Lebanese, typically mom cooks and dad yeah. doesn't cook. I learned he taught my mom how to cook. She didn't know how to cook at all. And he's like, here's a couple Lebanese dishes. I'll teach you how to cook them. You cook from now on. So you're the new griller in the family. So now I'll probably be allowed to grill when I go back to my parents. Were the other brothers jealous? I don't know. They don't care too much. Looks like older brother's a great griller too. Yeah. But it was it was good. Who Who's the cooker of your kids? Because you got the three. Uh, you got one who's working in a restaurant yeah. now cooking. Does he ever bring that home? Yeah, he's, he's learning to cook at a restaurant. There you go, man. And so I had a similar thing happen over the weekend where, for some reason, it's hard for my kids to admit when I make a really good meal. 
I made burgers as well. And they were really good. Right. Going to my son, like, these are good burgers, right? They're fine. Yeah, they're, they're fine. They're okay. They're okay. They're okay. And they were delicious. Like, I could tell. Say they're good. Just tell me how <laughs> delicious they are. Do you love me, son? Tell I need me the that. burgers are good. I need that from my son because I never got this from my dad. You're breaking <laughs> your father's heart, boy. <laughs> it's true, though. Either way, I got the nod of approval. I make good burgers, apparently, according nice to my dad. Nice work. Still won't let me touch the thermostat. No, that's the next step. That's the next step. One day. One day. Maybe it'll be his last day. With his dying breath, my father will say to me, his second-born son, Fatty, you may turn the temperature down one degree. Not the kind of news you want to hear during a heat wave. Some ice cream sandwiches were recalled. Yeah. Oh, dear. Iceberg and original Augustine brand mega sandwiches. <gasps> Not the mega. Yeah. Has like double the ice cream. They're being recalled due to worries you may find metal particles inside them. <laughs> At least people are getting their iron. <laughs> I guess this could potentially kill you. Talk about death metal. I think, though, on a weekend like we just had, I, I might actually just take my chances. Yeah, just take your chances. <laughs> no reports of injuries at this time. Every now and then I'll be driving around and I'll see people's shabby fix-it jobs on their cars, duct tape and plastic over a window. This is one of the worst I've seen. A for effort, though, the guy that put a bottle of Gatorade on his broken taillight. Broken taillight, all the yeah. red plastic was gone. So he taped <laughs> a red Gatorade <laughs> to his car with clear tape. So when the light would light up, the light still worked. But to get that red effect, he had a red Gatorade taped to it. And of course, the police released this on their Twitter account. The driver claims that he was on his way to get the light fixed. Bull. Nah, that's what we all say when we get pulled over for a taillight. I was just oh, heading to the garage right Literally now. Literally going there right now, It's officer. 2 a.m. Here's my issue, though. That sounds like it would work. The police said, it, yeah, technically it did work. So what's the problem? Regulation? It's not legal. The duct tape could fly off and the, the Gatorade could be in someone's windshield. Yeah, but with a normal taillight, something could puncture it and break it as well. Same diff. Yeah, I guess if it works. I have a bit of a situation like that more so in my house. You told me about this when you first started here at Country 104.9. I think it was the beginning of 2018. And now it's gone on so long, it's embarrassing. No, beginning of 2017, you started here. Yeah. And you told me about this problem, which you haven't mentioned in a while, which I assumed you addressed. No. No. It's just getting worse and worse. And it hit a new low. Yeah. Is it fair to call it that? It's gross. Well, did this happen this week? I can't have people over. Put it that way. My whole house is totally presentable. Yeah, but you rent. You I, can, you I, can I, just <laughs> call up a guy and say, hey, my toilet's broken. Can you give me a new toilet? I call up my landlord, Wes. I'm like, hey, Wes, yeah. there's something I'm kind of not happy with. And he's a really good <laughs> landlord. He He's on things lickety split. So I'm a homeowner. So I have a different set of problems. Sucker, I, you own your home. I have to save up money. I pay somebody else for my home to fix my bathroom. Yeah. So I, I told you about this problem a while ago. My shower um, faucets, they're stuck. Can't get them off. Had a plumber in once and he said, well, this is so bad. If you're going to redo the bathroom anyway in a few years or in the next year, uh, don't do this now. Wait until you get the new tub because you'll probably re redo all this plumbing anyway. So I took his advice and did a temporary fix. So what I did with one of the faucets that wouldn't come out, I put in, uh, screwed in a large drum key. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, for anybody who's 
hasn't been around like a drum kit, like a musical drum kit. There are these little keys that <laughs> kind of tighten the snare drum. Yeah. I know, I know the ones you're talking about. Little T-shaped thing. Yeah. Little wrench. So it, it was really large. And then I shoved that in in sort of the, the smaller pipe area in attempts to make that stick. And it has stuck. It stood the test of time. Two years, it's just jammed in there. It would take a saw to saw that off now. <laughs> And so, you know, it's it's not broken, so why fix it yet? And I'm still saving up for a new bathroom. Unfortunately, it's just taking forever. But it's so embarrassing when someone comes over, especially if they're staying the night and they ask to have a shower. And so you have to do the whole, like, oh, I'm saving up for the bathroom. I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, so to I turn the fi- cold water on, you have to turn the drum key <laughs> counterclockwise, which doesn't seem intuitive. Yeah, yeah. Turn the drum key. Your daughter's boyfriend stayed with you recently. Yeah. So you had to give him the whole, he'll walk him into the bathroom, give him the speech. He thought it was funny. <laughs> he would. He's a nice kid. And don't mind all the black mold on the faucet. That black, it's good for you. It's, makes yeah, it makes, makes you stronger. Makes your teeth whiter. A couple companies in the news this week being accused of body shaming. First one, Forever 21. People who ordered online got sent Atkins bars. With their order, many of them plus-size orders. Sending you a diet bar. Just free samples. The bars actually look quite good. I wouldn't be complaining, to be honest, about the free food. It's free food. Hey, I guess if you're a kid and you live in a house and your parents are buying all your food, as somebody who has to buy his own food, I'd be like, yeah, free food. But that's not as bad as Macy's. Some plates that they were selling. A full-size dinner plate. Three, like, circles. Small to large inside the plate. So the largest circle says mom jeans. Second circle, favorite jeans. Circle in the middle, labeled skinny jeans. Indicating those portion size will get you into your skinny jeans. Pulled the plate because it's really asking people to starve themselves. It is kind of shaming you for wearing the mom jeans. But I do want the guy's version. Mm, Overalls, coveralls, khaki shorts. And then pajama pants for the Walmart shopper. How did I not know... Last Friday was International Tube to Work Day. Explain. An event aimed at promoting alternative transportation. They do this in Colorado on Boulder Creek and thousands show up. A lot of them wear suits, tubing to work. feel like you could do this on the Maitland River, right? I could. I live down the Maitland, unfortunately. But uh, if the Maitland ran the other way, I could actually tube to work. So if nature was entirely reversed, you could take part? Well, maybe. Maybe if the poles switch at some point or something, I That's don't know. That's not how rivers that how work, it works? Matthew. No, I'll explain it to you. I have a diagram and some crayons. We could take the lake, though. We could walk up to the lake, tube up to the stairs at the end of the beach, and walk up to work. That sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like we were doubling our trip. Can I just inflate my tube in my 2012 Honda Civic? Does Is that the same thing? Yeah, yeah. That sounds like less work, but I also get to kind of tube, sit on the tube while I drive to work. Or just YouTube it. Shame on you. Bad joke. Shame on you. So I was asking Fatty because he was at the movie night with Co-op Kate. And Co-op Kate had a little game there, a Plinko game. Put little chips in it and it goes to the bottom. And there's a bunch of different slots on the bottom of this Plinko board. Different prizes you can win. On Friday, we were talking about whether to have every slot at the bottom a different prize. So no matter what, when you drop the Plinko disc, you win a prize. No matter what. That was what everybody else wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Matt Hussey had a different idea. Well, I, I took objection to it because if you win on every slot, it doesn't matter where you put the Plinko chip. 
Therefore, there's no game. This isn't Gateway Casinos in Clinton, dude. We're not making money off the game. It's, we're, we're a radio station, and we're going and having fun with people. No. See, it's funny that you it, disagree with me because I have kids, and I know my kids would be like, oh, that's, that's lame. I win every time. We there's, hate winning, Dad. There's no challenge if, if they can't put that chip and kind of aim it in a certain direction. There's so, no challenge to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> You're dropping a Plinko chip, and it's entirely chance whether or not you win a prize. So I was saying to Co-op Kate, well, every other one should be a win, but if they don't get in the win slot, you still give them a glow stick. So the anticipation of winning is there. I liken it to... If you are you already know what you're getting for Christmas and your presents are unwrapped under the tree, takes all the excitement out of Christmas morning. That's why nobody should celebrate Christmas. Am I right, though? Like, if, <laughs> No, no, there, no. There's no game if both sides win every single time. I don't think. There's no anticipation. Would you watch a Raptors game knowing that both of them are just going to call it a tie at the end? Did you just compare competitive sports with a radio station plastic Plinko game? I did. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I wouldn't watch the Raptors if it was just an everybody wins competition. Uh, the whole participation trophy thing. But we're not filling up a stadium with 19,000 people to watch some kid from Belgrave drop a Plinko disc. It's mm. just fun. True. Either way, Co-op Kate had a couple slots where you could not win a prize. And I don't think she got any crying kids. The point was that they were worried that there would be kids that would cry. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I don't think kid. I think kids would rather have the excitement of winning or not. But then you can still give them the prize. Still give them the yeah. prize. Everybody still won. But not really. <laughs> People in Halifax are taking issue with Disney. They're taking over the world. They're now advertising on sidewalks and bike paths. They have a giant stencil and someone's going around sidewalks and chalking up this stencil. It's the Lion King action film that's out right now. The Lion King logo and then it has the date when the film opens. Is this fair for them to do this? I think that's borderline graffiti at this point, isn't it? Just go get a bottle of water from the store and drop it all over the sand. Problem solved. Yeah, but I shouldn't have to get my hose out and wash that off my sidewalk. But it's Disney. They're bigger than you. It's graffiti, or at the least, it's Rafiki. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame on you. So they do have bylaws against this. The thing is, we should have seen this coming. It's right in the Lion King song. The whole movie starts off with, Hands on the sidewalk! Come to the movie tonight! Oh, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what it says. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's what they say. The ice surface at the Maitland Rec Center in Godrich. A little soupy today. There was an issue with a compressor. Should be back up tomorrow. Should be skate ready. Aww. Tomorrow. So. I was hoping we could do other things with it. For example, if just let the water thaw. Have a little lazy river. Get some <gasps> tubes out. Let people float around for a few hours. Oh, my God. Make it like a wading pool for parents. That would be amazing. That'd be cool, right? Uh, we don't have a really big fishing derby here in Godrich. No, we don't. We could stock it with fish and have a fishing derby. How fun would that be? Go on top of the track on top, throw your cast over. Yes, and then when the ice actually freezes back over, then you got like frozen fish in there. That'd be cool. There you go. And then you have fresh fish when it unfreezes next summer. There you go. I'm thinking the next Godrich Town Council meeting could be held in the shallow waters <laughs> at the Maitland Rec Center. We'll get a two-piece and a margarita for Councillor Jim Donnelly. Get sell pina coladas in the Lions Lounge. To a margaritaville. Beach hut there and oh, it'd be awesome. Cash money. Serve some 
some beer. They could make a little extra profit. Or we can invent a new sport, water hockey. Water hockey. How cool would that be? It's like regular hockey, but less clothing. Because there's still a layer underneath the water. Just extra friction. It'd be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But don't hurt yourself. Those skates get rusty really fast. Instead of a puck, use a beach ball. There you go. How fun would that be? You just invented a new sport. Olympics 2024. 79-year-old Nancy's going to jail for feeding stray cats. Apparently it's against the law in Ohio. In Garfield Heights. In a, in a place named after a cat. So cats started showing up at her back porch and she was sneaking them food. You got to go to jail for 10 days now. 79-year-old Nancy. Imagine her in jail. Her cellmate is like some murderer chatting on the first day she's in prison. What did you do to get in here? Stabbed a man with his own teeth 49 times. What did you do, miss? I fed some strays. Put the cuffs on me. I like this lady. And then she makes friends with teeth stabby guy because he's super enamored with her because she's so sweet. Yeah. She becomes like the prison <gasps> grandma for 10 days. Oh my gosh, it'd be like such a great movie. Knits everybody a new blanket. Prison grandma. Prison grandma. I love it. Coming to the Park Theater in Godrich. <laughs> we almost died on Wednesday. I didn't realize this. There was an asteroid way too close for comfort. Massive space rock, 100 meters wide, flew past the Earth at a startling 24 kilometers per second. 70 times the speed of sound, roughly the same speed as the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs. And how far was this from Earth? 73,000 kilometers. I have more than that on my car that I've only had for two years. Yeah, that's closer than Earth to the moon. It was a close call. And it could have been bad, man. Like, yeah. we've seen this in Huron County. I've only been here since 2012, but there was that meteorite that hit, I think it was a white church, an absolutely leveled white church a few years ago. No, no, no. That's just the way white church looks, Fatty. White church just looks like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, my bad. My apologies to Whitechurch. It's a beautiful town. So Dorothy Mitchell, she's, uh, I believe, the oldest person in London, Ontario. My hometown. Yeah, she's 107, and she was sharing some memories of old London and her advice on how to live a long life. And what is her advice for living to 107? Okay, to put this in perspective, she was born a, a few months after the Titanic sank. Memories of seeing her father come home from the First World War. The First World War. Yeah. And did you know London used to have streetcars? Because that was her dad's job to lay down these streetcar tracks. In I London. only know that because I was a reporter in London for a short time. And I know a bit about the downtown history. And she says London is much different today. And she's sharing some of her fond memories of London's downtown. Yeah. I had my van stolen in London's downtown. I know you did. Nowadays. Is that your impression of London? Yeah. You think of my hometown, the, you're like, oh, the van-stealing city. I don't have many fond memories of the downtown. Fair put enough. It, put it that way. I have lots, <laughs> but fair enough. So she thinks London needs to put the tracks back. Okay. Yep. One for one. And the <laughs> obvious question that we always ask people who are 107 is, what is your advice for a long life? When do you hope for the sweet release of death? <laughs> Live quietly, mind your own business, and avoid big arguments. I like this lady. Mind your own business. That is something to live by right there. Mind your own business. Oh, but what if I meet somebody who plans to vote for Maxime Bernier in the federal election? How do I mind my own business then? Uh, I don't know. You can't. Avoid big arguments. It looks like I'll just die at 46 like God intended. You can agree to disagree. Nope. Like you, have to, you have to believe what I believe. Stay off the Facebook comment section. Mind your own business. Live quietly.
So I got awakened from a nap yesterday. I'm sorry. Dog was barking like crazy. I go out into the house and there was a cat burglar. Well, actually, it was just a cat. Just straight up cat. Cat that I'd never seen before came in the cat door. Now, you suspect this cat is related to another cat in your area. Yes, and I don't know who has all these cats, but they all sort of look alike. So the first stray cat to come to our area had a little Hitler mustache. He, he, white cat with a little black right under his nose. Looks just like Hitler. We talked about this a few months ago. We call him Catler. Catler. The one yesterday looked a bit like Catler, but the mustache was kind of to the left of of the face, had similar markings. I made the joke that he was one of uh, Hitler's groupies, Purbles. So we always call these stray cats now uh, after bad dictators. Yeah. So we've we've got, there's a cat Jong-un that comes every now and then. Meow Salini. Yeah, Fee Lennon. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's just uh, a contest. Who can come up with the best cat dictator name? If you have a cat with a sideways Hitler stash, it's at Matt's house. Last week was the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. And I was re-watching the whole footage. That anticipation leading up to watching people walking on the moon was fascinating again, even 50 years later. When I was watching it, though, the thing that went through my brain was, why did we have to bring a car up there? Isn't that a little excessive for the first mission? You were worried that a $28 billion moon mission, the first ever of its kind, the first time humans have touched their feet on a surface other than the earth having a car is the excessive part because they have to calculate all the weight and and i would think that would be a lot of excess weight but of course guys involved they got to bring the car don't blame this on I'm blaming men. it on the men men should take the blame for a lot of stuff having a car on the moon is not a man thing no, i think it's so. the same reason you have a car in huron county there's a lot of space to cover you need to cover the space I'm not going all the way up there if i don't have a car up there you live in auburn and you're driving to bruce power you're not walking you're driving I know, but they barely even used the car. Was it even necessary to have a car other than that it's cool to drive a car on the moon? They didn't do it for the cool factor. (laughs) They didn't take a Mustang up there. They didn't take an old Chevelle. They built a space car. It was a space car. Granted, it's really cool, but it kind of reminded me of these campers who already have like that 26-foot RV. They have a trailer where they're bringing their car with them to camp. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. That's what it reminds me of. The $28 billion first ever moon mission is exactly like the guy from Toronto hauling his Toyota Tercel behind his RV. That RV, trailer, and car equivalent of $28 billion. Yeah, RVs now are expensive. Yeah. They're about $28 billion bucks. And the gas alone. Yeah, is about $26 billion. Yeah. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.